Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations after a week off. Tonight, we have two episodes of Quantum Leap, the premiere of Mayfair Witches, and look, my co-host is so eager to talk to me, she's here already. Good evening. Hello, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm starting the new year off uh, promptly on the podcast. How are you? Good. Yeah. Uneventful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At like 12.04, I was like, oh, by the way, Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I was hanging out with some people, and at like – 11 o'clock, they were like, we can't stay awake anymore. You have to go home. <laughs> we all have to go home now. So I was, like, back home by, like, quarter of uh, 11.15 on New Year's Eve. It's rough mm-hmm. getting old. Yeah. But it was, like, it was kind of rainy around here that night. And um, mm-hmm. the city had the fireworks, but they canceled, like, there's usually, like, music and fans and stuff before the fireworks. And I was, like, not – it would take me longer to drive downtown than the fireworks would last, right? So it was just a quiet night around here. Uh, did you guys? Did Damon stay awake? Your youngest is is nine. Yeah, he's nine. He stayed. Yeah, he stayed. Oh, yeah, he stayed up. And then, and then right after, I was like, "All right, time for bed." (laughs) (laughs) It's twelve o two. You're nine. Time for bed. Um, so I used part of our week off to watch, um, it's not a sci-fi show, but I watched this show, Better Off Dead, on um, Netflix. Mm. Have you seen it? The Christina Applegate no. show? Um, it stars, no, that's called, uh, no. no, that's not called Dead, dead to Me. Dead to Me. That's called Dead to Me. Yes, that's called Dead to Me. I'm yes, sorry. I've seen it. Um, I watched, I, yeah, I finished it shortly after it, uh, the new season premiered. Yeah, I had seen season one a long time ago, and then I sort of, like, never got around to watching the rest of it. So I burned through that. I'm trying to um, uh, see everything I want to watch on Netflix before I lose my shared account. And I started – this week I started Kingdom, which is a zombie show set in, like, feudal Korea. Like, I don't know what how many centuries ago it is, but it's an ancient, like, kingdom of Korea um, zombie show. Well, I'm on a shared account, right? I share someone's account, and you know how Netflix is saying they're going to uh, crack down on that and start kicking everybody off their yeah, shared Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Like, you know, they let you, like, have a um, have a profile and everything. It's it's legit right now, but they say they're going to kick us off. So it's like, oh, I better yeah, watch we'll everything. Although, yeah, we'll see how that – anyway, I'm on a bit of a Netflix binge. So I had heard about Kingdom – um, a while ago, and had never gotten around to watching it, so I wanted to check it out. So I've only watched two episodes so far. Um, I started watching it with the voices dubbed in English, but it was too weird, so I switched over to like subtitles. <laughs> I sometimes, sometimes I prefer to watch subtitles. Sometimes the voices are just not that good, and sometimes I can't like tell the voices apart, like who's talking or whatever, right? Gotcha. Or sometimes the acting. Sometimes the acting's really good. Like, on Dark, I thought the voices were pretty, the dubbed voices were yeah. pretty good acting. But on Kingdom, I was like, anyway, it's kind of good. The zombies, like, it's only episode two, so they're just starting to really get into the zombie 
ness of it, you know, the zombieism. Um, it's just really taken off. So we'll see. I'll let you know how it goes. I don't know how many seasons it is. Um, so we'll see. So, uh, Jamie, I can text Jamie and see what her deal is. She forgot about us already. She might have forgotten about us. Yeah, let me put you on the speaker for a second while I um while I try to uh send her a text. Three, I got you on speaker while I sent her a text message. But we, I guess we'll have to just jump in. We can only wait so long for our co-host, who is late. Um, um, speaking of funny dub, dubbing stuff, I started. I finally started watching. I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix. It's called Clark. And Clark? um. Yeah, it's about Clark Olufsen, who the Stockholm Syndrome is based on. Um, he was oh, yeah. a basically, basically he was he was a mafioso type guy in Sweden. Mhm. Pretty famous bank robber, and uh, they made a mini series on Netflix about him, and um, Bill Skarsgård played the lead role. Of course now, here's he the funny thing. Anybody who's creepy and weird, he played him. There right. you go. So here, but here's the funny thing. All right, it's a Swedish-made show, and he's yeah. he, he speaks fluent Swedish and English, right? Yeah. So he, you know, so he does the Eng, you know, he does the Swedish speaking, but they have somebody else that does the English dub. You would have thought he would have been perfect to do the English dub. And, you know what I mean? Like, he was perfect to do both. Of his own, <laughs> of his own yeah. role, yeah. And yet they have somebody yeah. else doing the dub in English. And it kind of... That's funny. And, it, and, I, I, I watched, and I watched the first episode um, with the English dub, and I really... I, I enjoyed it, but it kind of took me out of it because it didn't sound like him at all. Yeah. So I Good. knew the voice was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I. That's Maybe, how I actually knew that he didn't do the, that. He didn't do the dub because I'm like that doesn't sound like him. <laughs> yeah, maybe they didn't want to put a voice actor out of work, or maybe he, I don't know, you know, didn't have time. Maybe he had because they do a lot of that after post. I don't know when they do it, but but maybe he had a yeah. job. Who knows? That's interesting. Um, so is it yeah. named after him funny. because? He kidnapped a person and they got Stockholm syndrome, or did he get kidnapped and like suffer from Stockholm syndrome? Or no, he yeah, he he did the kid. No, he did the kidnapping. It can't, well, I figured because he was a bad guy, right? He's a criminal, but thought I had to ask. Yeah. That sounds interesting. So I got a ping back from Jamie. I think she should be calling us in a minute. Um, That's good. She she texted back with a curse word indicating that she uh, probably had forgotten. Forgot. Um, or didn't realize, not that she forgot because we've been talking about it all day. She probably lost know, her right? time. Not that Jamie ever yeah. does that. She did. She's going to just go retrieve her phone from downstairs. She'll be here in a minute. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, do you want to start with the Mayfair Witches or do you want to start talking about um, the two episodes of um, uh, Quantum? Let's start with I the Mayfair Witches. Let's start with, I, yeah. I want to start with Mayfair. Me too. So, I just watched it what today. did you think? Um, I thought it was not the greatest start. Like, it didn't make me feel like, oh my god, I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. 
it definitely like made me feel like, huh, I'll have to uh, wait and see how this goes. Um, I didn't, particularly the part that is set in Rowan's past, not Rowan's past, but really it turns out to be her, it's her mother's past, right? Um, that yeah, part set in the yeah. like, set in the like, I mean, what is that set in like the 70s or 80s? If, Rowan, if, if it's contemporary, it looks like it's set contemporary, right? And Rowan's already yeah, like an expert. Then. She's already an expert neurosurgeon, so she's got to be like late 30s, right? So that had to be set around like 1980. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. I don't know, right? Somewhere in that ballpark. So that somewhere whole part of it, I was like, uh, that felt a little. I don't know, like Harry Hamlin's big party he threw at his house. I was like, oh, my God, I've seen this in every schlocky 70s movie I ever watched, right? This is like a version of what people think rich people in New Orleans do when they have a party. But I don't know. I didn't feel it. Um, didn't grab me the way uh, Interview with the Vampire did right away from the start. Um, and I didn't expect – so having watched one episode, it appears to me that that Rowan's mother – that someone in the past sold her soul to the devil. Like, I didn't expect the devil. To, if that guy's a demon or a devil, I kind of didn't expect that to be part of it. Like, there are vampires and witches in this universe, but I haven't watched the, I haven't read the Mayfair witches. And I was like, oh, is he a demon? Is he the devil? I wasn't expecting that. I thought it'd just be like witches. So, anyway, we can talk some more about it, but that was my initial impression. I think we got Jamie. Can I hear her Hello, clicking? guys. Sorry. <clears throat> Hi, Hi, Jamie. Hi, sorry. It's been a weird day. My uh, parents have been at the hospital most of today. My dad hurt his leg. They thought he had a blood clot. He didn't, thank God. But oh, good. My mind's good. been kind of elsewhere. I just completely forgot, and you messaged me. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but I'm here. Everything's okay, and I'm here, so it's all good. All right. Well, that's a that's, that's a valid excuse. Even good, even a valid. The first excuse of the year yeah. is a free pass. There you go. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but everything's okay, which is what's important. But, um, yeah, but anyway, it's been a weird day. So I've been kind all of right. all over the place. But, so how are you guys? Have you had a good holiday, good New Year? Yeah. Good. Yeah, we, 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 good. we both had a boring New Year. Um, you what? You both had a boring New Year? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't do it. Neither <laughs> one of us really did anything special. Well, no, uh, I party. guess mine other <laughs> And to what happened today, everything was pretty boring, I guess, here, too. So. Yeah. All right. Hmm. So, so, what so Karen just told us like, yeah, Karen just told us what she thought about Mayfair Witches. So what what did you think, Jamie? I liked it. I honestly didn't know what to think because I'm still lost at how it uh, connects to um, interview with, with the vampire. But uh, – well, it, it kind of doesn't, sort of example, right? Because I've seen a lot further, but I'm sorry. It kind they're of in the same universe. But they're, but in the, yeah. they're in the same universe, same but they're universe. not connected stories. Right? No, okay, not yeah. for a long right time. Now, you wouldn't even know it's the same universe other than they tell you it's the same universe. Right. So apparently in right. their world, vampires must exist, and in Lestat's world, witches exist. But we haven't seen yeah, any. But neither, of, but neither of them but know that. Know I mean, Lestat's world might not. But they, yeah, they don't know about vampires at this point, so just put that out of your mind. <laughs> no, but you know what? 
I mean, that all stands to reason, like, if you've been to New Orleans, I've never, I mean, I've visited New Orleans, I've never lived there, but I visited New Orleans, and there is, like, a witchcrafty kind of culture there, right? Right. And, of course, oh, yeah. um, Absolutely. There, there was, I mean, there was a much of, um, uh, what's that Ryan Murphy show? Uh, American Horror Story has had some mm. seasons that touch on New Orleans. You know, there's a lot of, like, witchcraft, voodoo, uh, magical kind of culture down there, so... I think it's, you know, stands to reason. But, yeah, there's no real connection. Although, I, I spoiler alert, um, there's a crossover character that appears in both seasons, but I, it might be a minor person. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's a real character or it could just be like a shopkeeper that we've seen. I just read in a passing thing that with the, somebody from AMC that there is like a, a person that, that appears in both. But it's not a crossover storyline this season, anything like that. Okay. Well, I don't know yet. At least I don't think I, <laughs> I know yet. I'm like thinking about like, wait, did anybody? I don't yeah. think anybody that I can think of was in it that I know of yet. So, <laughs> no. But, uh, anyway, so I, I was telling Adrian, I thought it was kind of just eh. I, like it, it was okay. It didn't like totally grab me. Like I can't wait to see the next episode, but I don't feel like. I mean, but I will watch the next episode. I didn't think it was bad. I just it just didn't blow me away. Yeah, I mean, I've, it's like like usual. I've seen more than once at a time, so it's kind of hard for me to judge just the first episode. It's more at once. But I, I remember, I do remember the second episode when I was done with it. I was like, I got to find out what happened. So, um, so yeah, maybe it's a little more. Well, next week, next week. But, yeah, it sounds like next week uh, Karen will be on the edge of her seat. Um, yeah. It, so it felt a little. I one sec. I know. I know you've read it, AJ. Go ahead. You know, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. It felt a little bit okay. So it's not a YA novel, but it had a little bit of that typical YA thing of like a young. It's usually a young woman, sometimes it's a young man, but usually a young woman, um, discovering that she's special and that's power she didn't know about. And then there's a big evil she'll have to overcome and save the world or whatever. The difference being that Rowan is about 38 years old, or I don't know how old the actress is. But, you know, she's a pretty um, grown woman. She's not a teenager. But it had a very, like, um, that sort of YA vibe, except when did Anne Rice write this? And, AJ, tell us that, and what did you think? Uh, she wrote it in 1990. Oh, okay. Um, so 30, 30 so, plus 32 years ago. Yeah. So I, I agree with you, Karen. I mean, even having read the book, I feel like this show could have benefited um, from two episodes in the premiere, which is kind of ironic to me because Vampire Diaries had two episode premiere. Vampire Diaries? You so, mean with the interview, interview with the vampire? Or or vampire? Interview, you know what I meant. Interview with the vampire. Wow. Yeah, Long vampire show. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, that, you know, yeah. no, I'm just, I can't think. That had a two episode premiere, which, so I was kind of surprised that this didn't, um, especially since this is actually eight episodes where Vampire Chronicles was only uh, seven. But anyway, yeah. um, I definitely feel like it could have benefited from two episode premiere because I feel I feel like they kind of introduced everything really really quick. Um, I was not expecting to see Lasher. Um, or her seeing a vision of Lasher at the end of the episode that, that soon, um, based on what we've gotten. I mean, there's two 
pretty big changes from the book, um, one of which I won't mention. Um, but the one I can mention without, because I don't know what they're going to do in the future without spoiling anything is, and this, I, I, I don't understand changes sometimes. Um, so, oh, God, I can't think of his name now. Cyprian. Um, Cyprian, thank you. Um, in the book, his name is Michael. So why they combination of two characters from the book? At least that's what. Granted, I haven't read the book, but going uh, by oh, you know what's funny, Jamie? I, you know what? As soon what? as with you saying that, I know exactly what they're gonna, what they're doing with him. Which I got to tell you, I'll wait and see. But I can tell you first the reaction. Not a fan. I know exactly what two characters they're combining. They're combining Michael with another character from the book. And I don't Aaron. like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron, well, Aaron, right well, oh, did they tell you who they're combining them with in the yeah, press release and everything? Yeah, press release. Aaron Leitner? Okay, so yeah. Aaron Leitner is from uh, an organization called the Talamasca, and they play heavily into the Vampire Chronicles. So I'm kind of surprised that they're doing what they're doing. I got to say, I'm without without seeing the whole thing, just the idea of it, not a fan. I mean, in the book, Michael is a contractor. Him and uh, Rowan, they meet by chance, and and things go from there. Um, the fact that he is already aware of Lasher and working for the secret orphan, uh, <laughs> the secret orphanage or whatever. Uh, uh, Adoption center because that was a weird looking place with the way it was like vault like style and there must be a lot of supernatural yeah. babies out there that they gotta hide. That was that was the vibe <laughs> I got. Right? Um, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you know, trying to put that aside, um, I liked the first episode. It um I liked I felt like if you didn't know it, I did feel and I and I knew it. And I kind of, I don't know how you guys felt like sometimes it was hard to tell when something was a flashback right away. Unless you, until you saw one of the flashback characters and you're like, oh, this is the flashback. The way it was kind of bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Um, and trying yeah. to figure out like who, who was who. Yeah. Like it wasn't necessarily yeah. clear to me immediately that, that the flashbacks were to Rowan's mother. Like, like was there was a point yeah. very early. I was like, is that Rowan? Wait, and then I was like, "Oh no, look at the time frame! Like it's way too long ago." But for a second, I was yeah. like, "I'm not sure if you were um, supposed to be surprised, or they just weren't very clear with it." Because yeah, I remember thinking that too. Or was the catatonic woman on the? You know, they show her, they show the mother, they show the woman catatonic on the porch, and then later they go back to, um, then they go to Rowan, and I'm like, "Wait, is that her?" Like it just took me a minute to sort of yeah, get my brain into the timelines. Yeah. So I don't know um, if you're supposed to think that or we just missed something, but I'm guessing it's supposed to be confusing. I don't know. I mean, I definitely got the feeling at the end there that her catatonia started the minute they took the baby away. At least yeah. that's what I felt like they were trying to imply. That also. I did think, I mean, it did move kind of fast in some, I agree with you, um, like, one minute Rowan's mother is in the hospital and she says, you know, it's back, my cancer's back. 
and she and she looks really healthy. And then she's dead. And, and then <laughs> and then she's dead. Like like five minutes later, she's in bed. She's you know she's got no hair. She's really sick. She's dying. She's dead. Like like a period of months or at least weeks went by in there. Um, but on the other hand, like we didn't like she's a minor character. She's not gonna. Re- I mean, I know she's minor. Right. I know what she was in the book, but but. Like, we don't really need to see her dying and rowing grieving because nothing magical happens in yeah. between there. I mean, I don't yeah, know. It, it did really. seem pretty – I mean, in the book, does she just start suddenly killing people with her mind all of a sudden? At uh, an yeah, advanced – what would be kind of an advanced age for your powers to come on, right? Uh, they explain some of that more. I'll just say that and leave it at that. Yeah. Um, I think that – I agree with what AJ said. I think – Knowing, granted, I think I saw more than even two at a time, but but knowing kind of what's happening, I think probably it would have benefited from more in one episode because it did kind of introduce everything all at once. Like, I kind of get why it did that, but if you haven't seen the story and don't know what's going to happen, it's a little confusing. So I think that, yeah, it probably would have been helpful. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say anything to what you're saying because it'll explain too much. I'll be spoiling if I... If I say yeah, anything. But, right. um, I mean, but yeah, but there's a lot of uh, different players. But yeah, as for the mother, I mean, I think that the only point of the mother really is the setup of, you know, how her life changes once her mother's dead, I guess, sort of. I mean, it's not right. about her mother's death, but oh, her adoptive mother. It, yeah, it's not the. Ellie. It's not that her, yeah, her adoptive mother, sorry. It's not that that causes this stuff. It's just this is, like, when everything starts happening. So it's, like, more about, like, the state of mind she's in and everything. It's, it's not so much about the mother dying. It's kind of a perfect storm for her. She starts killing people with yeah, her mind, and, and, then, and then her mother dies. <laughs> so it's, like, you know, kind of like, why does yeah. all this have to happen to me at the same time? I mean, it was a it was a very interesting. So I only just watched it today. So while I'm like, oh, it didn't really grab me. I, you know, I have to watch more. I haven't had time to digest it. And as we're talking, I'm thinking like it is kind of interesting. Like, you know, you think her mother, she's just adopted by this woman who maybe doesn't know that she's like a witch baby. And then when she starts saying like, I can't listen to this. Are you crazy? You don't like. Then you start to. And then she makes the phone yeah, calls and realizes she knows, right? And in the very end, you find out that in the very end, you find out that basically she's a witch too, right? They say to her, like, you take this baby and you're not a Mayfair anymore, and you can never talk to us anymore ever again or whatever, right? So she's a Mayfair. So, I mean, I, I assume that means she's in the family um, and she's a witch, but like, I'm not sure if they're all blood relatives. Like, like Rowan's mother, whatever her name is, teenage girl, long hair girl, Catholic girl, Ellie, Ellie, um, Ellie. You know, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Her, her bio, wait, hold on. Adoptive or biological? Wait, her biological mother. Okay, that's Deidre. Deidre is biological. Ellie is adopted. I'll probably say okay. that about 20 times. All right. So her biological mother refers to all these women as her aunts, Aunt Carlotta, Aunt this, Aunt that, Uncle whoever. And, like, I kind of assumed that they were all blood relatives but then at the end we see ellie say like thank you you know aunt carlotta and here she refers to aunt carlotta she says aunt aunt carlotta right and that and now i'm like oh are they really all blood relatives or do they just call the people in their coven or in their extended family like an aunt like i'm not really sure 
if they're really all blood relatives or they're just magically related. Like, I don't really know. And I also, and I know neither of you can probably answer this, but also there's the question of, like, was she a witch and she took this child away? And so did she just basically agree to never use her powers? And does she have that kind of control? Or did they take her powers away? Or, like, do you lose them if you leave New Orleans or whatever? Uh, like, I don't know. Because like, Ellie, like, she calls and talks to, what's his name? Mr. Graves? Cyprian. Cyprian. When, yeah. when she calls the library slash adoption agency, and she's like, I need to know, has anything changed in New Orleans, right? Um, uh-huh. Like, like I don't know. So I just am, like, rolling these questions around, like. I don't like, know, Karen. You've made me some confused about some things, and I'm like, okay, I need to talk to AJ because you made me more confused. <laughs> My speculation is throwing you off what you thought yeah, you understood. Like, yeah, exactly. Now I'm like, wait, did I misunderstand? Yeah. Well, like, it's like, yeah. I, but, but, I don't know. But from that first episode, like, for me, it's not, I don't necessarily think they're all blood relatives. I don't know if they're blood relatives or not, or they just call each other aunt and uncle. And I don't know, like, how powers are ruled or controlled and did Ellie powers and did she give up her powers to take this baby and why would she do that? Well, I guess the point is right now is she's not a point of part of the story, so it's not really important, I guess. Well, I mean, I she's would... dead. She's dead. Yeah. Yeah, she's not a part of the story because she's dead, but uh, to me, like, to me, her motivate, like, what, why that all happened, is, like, to me, I'd be surprised if something like that is never mentioned again or explored again, like why she did this and how this was arranged. Okay. Like, yeah. Certainly... That, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out like, the answer about answering what you're yeah. saying. No, to me, like why she agreed to take this baby away and raise her and and leave her and not be a Mayfair anymore to me, bears some exploration at some point, maybe, but I don't even know what it means to be a Mayfair. Is it their last name? Yeah. Is Rowan's last yes. Rowan's name Rowan Mayfair? Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah, her real last well, name. It, it well, her real last name, yes, but not the adopted last name. Right. Oh. Yeah, it was to get her Or even, away. maybe it was Ellie's oh. name at one point. I don't know. Anyway. But for someone who said they weren't that into the episode, I have a lot of questions all of a sudden, don't I? (laughs) (laughs) And none that I'm going to answer. (laughs) And I haven't even seen any more episodes, but I know some of the answers. So it definitely doesn't have the vibe that Interview with the Vampire has, right? But to me, Interview with the Vampire, the series, the show did a really good job of capturing the atmosphere and the vibe of the book. Since I haven't read Mayfair Witches, I don't know if it has a similar sensual and creepy vibe or if you feel like it captured the book yet. Um, uh, based on one episode, it, there's, there's no way to know. Just, just with what we got, yeah. it's, you know, uh, yeah. there's no way to know. I, I, I Based right. on all the, you know, the trailers that I've seen, I'm going to say, yes, it captures the vibe of the book. But, again, that's bits and pieces that, you know, they pull from the trailers. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah I, well, I, would, inter- I mean, I haven't read the book, but I would say that it, it gets more into what I think you mean. Just judging by the way interview is, it gets more into yeah. that sort of Louisiana creepy witch sensual. Like you're saying, I think it, I would say yes, but I haven't read the book. So that's a yes. 
Yes. Based on I mean, in, interview definitely has this undercurrent of, of sexuality and homosexuality and violence and things that are that are captured immediately from the jump in that first episode, right? Um, and I know that AJ and I both felt that changes that were made from the book were actually really good, most of them, like accelerating the storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and over, the yeah overall they did pretty good. Yeah, and it's the same showrunner and some of the same people. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely oh, it say same, it gets more. It gets more is it the same showrunner? No, is it I the same showrunner or is it the same EP? It might be like a Gimple type guy. It might not be the same showrunner. I might be wrong. It might be like a well, creative director. Gimple. Gimple type. It's not Gimple, but a, a, like the same type oh, of thing they did. Right? You think it's like a Gimple thing where it's a creative director sort of thing over it, the two shows? Could, it, I don't. I don't know. I I, I, I feel like. Well, no, did you watch no, the after? same for interviews. I did not watch the after. Okay, well, the after, I mean, the the show was created by two women, um, whereas interview was created by one guy. So I think, I mean, if there's like an, if there's like, if there's like a over, overseer between the two shows, then that person isn't really the create, you know, isn't really a creator or anything. They're just kind of there. Um, so, I mean, there might be some, you know, some of the same moving parts between the two shows. Um, I yeah. Know they're both AMC. They're both going to be adapted for many, many years to come. Um, the thing I want to know, yeah, actually, I maybe, think, Jamie, maybe you know this. That's the um, did this one. So, you know, now, interview Interview's first season only covered about the first half of the book. Do you know if the, uh, how much of the Witching Hour this first season covers? No, because I, I, mean, I haven't read the book. Okay. I have, if I went to read what the book was about, I guess I would, but I kind of didn't try to read it. Have you seen? I want to watch. So, have have you seen all eight? No, I think I want to say okay. four. I think sometimes I watch them and I don't remember how many unless I go back to the screener so I can say. <laughs> I, I just watch them until I'm out and I'm like, no, I want to see more. And that's about all I remember. <laughs> It's gotcha. been a while, but no, I think there was four. I'm pretty sure it was. Mm-hmm. I want to say four. I think, but it was, a, it mm-hmm. was before. It was before Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's been a bit. Yeah, but uh, I mean, other I'm looking like right I said, other other than, other than the uh, the two changes, like the one change isn't even that big of a deal. But yeah, I don't know where they're going with the story, so I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna say anything. But um. The, yeah. the, the, I mean, the Michael change and combining him with Aaron Leitner is, is a little, uh, I'm worried about that, <laughs> but we'll see how it plays. Well, I guess not having read the book, but there's always a question of like, did they combine two essential characters or did they just uh, combine two minor characters and like, or a major and a minor and sometimes, no, see, sometimes that works right, and sometimes you know that doesn't right, work. A major, right, you know what, let's say a major and a strong supporting character. Let's put it that way. Because I wouldn't call him right. my, I wouldn't call Aaron Leitner minor and I wouldn't call him major. So he's kind of somewhere in between. But Michael is very major. Well, all right. So. This character, Cyprian, is definitely a major character. But I well, think so, that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. Cyp- Cyprian is the two characters. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this this is going to be a, I think this conversation for the next eight weeks is going to be more interesting, a little more interesting to a point than interview because all of us being with 
for, you know, Karen and I being extremely familiar with energy, Jamie being somewhat familiar with it, um, it's going to be kind of fun because, it's neither, you know, neither of you have read the books, and I have, so it's going to be interesting to see your points of view compared to what, how I feel because I've read the books. Yeah, and yeah, I actually know more than both of you since I've seen further this time. Well, yes, there's that, there's, there's that too, which we're used to, but. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, this interview, I had no clue. Like, I had seen it, Yeah. I knew what was going to happen anyway. That's true, gone. yeah, you didn't. Yeah, so it's going to so be very, yeah, so it's going to actually be kind of fun. Yeah. 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 But, uh, All right. but I did put so. up uh, the interview with um, the one who plays uh, Cyprian and uh, Harry Hamlin, who plays um, Cortland. So, oh, my God. Um, yeah. It does have, I didn't realize the one thing was a spoiler till AJ said it, so there, I mean, we were allowed to post it, so it's not like it was spoiler or anything, but I'd say there's, there's a little bit of light spoilers dealing with what you were talking about earlier, but, um, but that is, well, I would, so I'm interested to see, I mean, seeing that they cast Harry Hamlin as Uncle Cortland makes me think like, like he's, He's either going to be a major character or just a really, like, fun character for Hamlin to play, right? Like, we have not seen the last of him. He certainly didn't show up well, just for that one episode. Yeah. Well, Let's just say that. The book, the character isn't in this part of the story, I guess, was my understanding. In the book, not in the show. Um, they, they changed it let, around. Let, let's just say that I didn't know Harry Hamlin was in the show. Uh, and I when I realized that he was playing and when I saw that he was playing, I saw him, I was like, Harry Hamlin. I'm like, I wonder if he's, who he's playing. And then when I realized what they were doing with kind of changing the order of things around, I was like, oh, he's playing Cortland. <laughs> Perfect casting. I like, <laughs> so, yeah. I like his character. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, he, so he's a really good awesome. casting for that character. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. So up for people to check out. And then next week, I finally get to post my interview with Annabeth. Unfortunately, no video, but it was Anna Annabeth Hoosh. Hoosh. She plays the. Yep. Wait, who is she? Annabeth Gish. She plays Anna... Deidre. She plays the mother. Oh, she knows the mother, Gish. right? Right. She's yeah, the... yeah. From the X Files. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Annabeth Gish from the X Files, and she plays the biological mother, Deirdre. Of Rowan. Yes. Of Rowan. Yeah, she plays Deidre, her biological. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. That will be coming post episode next week. And oh, that's of course, cool. We talked about. You know, X Files, some too. Well, like, got a little X Files in there somehow. Yeah, good for you. Could not ask her about that. No, no, <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah, it. but uh, but it was a really good interview. But that's coming next. Excellent. Cool. But um, yeah, fun interview. But uh, yeah, I I like this show. I mean, I definitely want to see more. I mean, I'm waiting to see what happens. Um, I, I mean, I honestly, I didn't know anything about this show. I mean, at least Interview with a Vampire, like I had sort of heard of. Like, I hadn't really heard of Mayfair Witches until, you know, I found out AMC was going to have it on as a series, and then I started looking into it. Like, I had never really, I mean, not that I had read well, and read, but I don't, I didn't really know anything. Well, I mean, and, and that's that's not surprising though, because people have heard of Interview with a Vampire because it's been made it's a big deal movie. about yeah. for a long time. I mean, and there was the movie, at least, you know, so it's not surprising. Um, I, Mayfair, which is actually, um, I like I like that series better. I mean, I love Interview, 
but I like Mayfair better. I can't, and I can't really? say what it is about it that I really like better, but I, I love, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because it's shorter. I mean, there's three books and there's a couple crossovers with vampires, but I don't know, I just really, really like the story. And I think part of the reason I like the story, yeah. I think the reason I like the story is it doesn't go that typical route of what you think is going to happen. So, I also I like Mayfair better, but I think it's partially I like witches better than vampires. It's not necessarily, you know, it's (laughs) a subject matter more in that sense. Not that the other series isn't just as good. I just, I think I like it better because of that. So, I also, having read not all, but a lot of the Vampire Chronicles, um, am not familiar with the, with the, with Mayfair, have never read it, didn't really know much about it, and I'm not really sure, I don't know, like, in, within Anne Rice's work, like, was it a bestseller? It certainly didn't, hasn't outsold, it can't have outsold interview. Um, the Lestat series, right? But it could be, it could have been huge, and I just didn't read it. I don't know. You probably just, you probably missed, just missed it because I mean they were all bestsellers, just yeah. like Interview, like that whole. I mean, cause they, I mean, how some of them she was writing, they were she was writing both of them at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just um, missed it, or but you know, I that time in my life I just wasn't available. Yeah. So, uh, all right, well, I'm interested. So, I mean, so, Jamie, you like the show better, and AJ, you like the book series better. So I'll be really interested to see where this goes and, and like, how I fall on it. Which is funny because it's probably going to make me more critical than I was of interview. Because you're more wedded to it. I mean, just basing it just on the first episode, there might be a couple of things that irritated me, but if it stays the path it's going, I think it's, I think it's going to do it justice. Just okay. like interview interview right. made changes that you and I, interview made changes that you and I didn't really care for, you know, a couple that we didn't care for and others that we thought they made it work, you know? Yeah. So I yeah, think the same thing's like going to happen so. here. All right. So, we'll so that all right. All right. Uh, quantum. So we had two episodes of Quantum. Um, this show is not that hard, really, to glom them together because they're this is a light kind of show. So, um, Jamie, you've not watched this show ahead, right? You're watching it along with us. Um, right. So you right. just watched yeah, it watched also, the right? Yeah, I just watched so it. So last, last week was the one where he – Oh, he's the bodyguard of a superstar country music singer who someone's trying to kill, right? And then this week's episode, he's a female doctor. He's a woman, and he's a doctor trying to, like, save three people's lives. Um, So I was a little disappointed that, once again, they, they don't do anything with him being in a woman's body except for one very, like, small issue of the of the chief of staff being a, a bit of a misogynist. Oh, and wearing a bra. Um, yeah. They oh, yeah. don't really ever give him any trouble. Like, he never walks into the men's room by mistake. He doesn't really <laughs> have that many problems with – I mean, let's face it. In a lot of 
shows and movies, the chief of staff is a dick to everyone, woman or men, right? Like, we didn't really, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I feel like they're not really trying that hard when he jumps into people. Like, he jumped into a black man again last week, a black man in the 70s who was in love well, with the black. white country music star, right? And they didn't make yeah. anything about the interracial relationship. Right. In the 70s, which they yeah, don't really I, have to. This show is not social commentary, but why do they even do it if they're not going to, like, do anything about it? Well, no, I, I completely agree with you, Karen, because if you go back to the original, you know, Quantum Leap, um, yep. they touched I mean, that. That was a huge part of the show itself. I mean, they discussed, you know, went through a lot of social social injustices and stuff like that, and you know, like that—that that was their story. I feel like this revival um, is relying too much on the mystery in re, in the re, in the real world. Um, you're right. I don't feel like they're. I feel like they're coming up with ideas for him to jump into, but they're—they're—it's not the stronger part of the show, unfortunately. And I had hoped for it because there was a couple. There was a couple episodes where I thought they did a pretty good job of it. Um, and like you said, they're kind of right back to but where of them they were. Like they, they need to maybe, they, they need mm-hmm. to maybe, uh, w- when they revived the show, maybe they should have gone and gotten some of the writers from the original show um, because those writers were on the ball with really developing the person's life that Sam jumped into, you know? And, and, and I mean, and like you said, like all those things, Sam always, I mean, he, he had so many instances um, where he really, uh, like, anytime he jumps into a woman's body, he re- they really explored what that was like for him, you know? <laughs> Whereas with, yeah, yeah this is the second, second time now. He was wearing a dress in the one episode, so they definitely went more into that. Yeah, Jamie, you kind of broke up there for a minute. I didn't really get what you well, were can you hear saying. Me now? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to hear what you were saying. No, I was just saying one day when I was flipping through the TV, there was like a marathon on or something, and he was wearing a dress. Okay. So I just meant they definitely go into him being a woman more. I mean, not that necessarily we have to kind of see that comedy of it, because that's not, we don't necessarily need that. But, like, he should be having to deal with issues, you know. Um, that's why I said there's a lot of missed but, opportunities. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. But, you know, what the Danny, it wasn't played. I, I don't know if you ever watched the original at all, but it wasn't when he when that happened. It wasn't played for for comedy. I mean, you know, there were some jokes in there and whatnot and everything. But I remember one episode. Um, he leapt into a mom, and she had three kids. There was three kids, and he was losing his mind. And you know, the end of the, the you know first night that he's playing mom, he's talking to Al, the hologram. And he takes off his heels, and he's like, he's like, I don't know how my mother did this all these years. You know, he's like, this is crazy. He's like, I got two. My mother, you know, I have two kids. <laughs> my mom had three. I don't know how she did it. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So like, you know, th- there was, and there was always stuff like that. And, it, and like, you know, when when he, anybody that was different, you know, a black person, um, a Native American person, um, you know, I'll tell you what, <laughs> one thing that because uh, I I been doing the rewatch periodically with Artie because he never saw the original and uh yeah. there was there was actually you know you can tell how dated stuff is sometimes because he jumped into a Native American 
and he looks in the mirror and he goes, I'm an Indian, you know. So I was yeah, like, oh, this was done, in, you know, this was, this, was a, this was a long time ago. That would get canceled in today's world. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, but they, you know, I mean, I think we all agree on that, that they don't really, those are missed opportunities. Uh, they did a little, when he, the first time he jumped into a woman, who, the woman who was like the private investigator who was in love with her partner, like they did a little bit yeah. with that, like a like a man hit on him at the bar, and like a man touched him, and was, yeah. you know. But they don't really. I mean, there was a missed opportunity this week where, you know, there was some talk of like, if you stand up to chief like staff, you might get not listening to her, and well, and, and then if you speak up, you might get fired, her. kind of a thing, right? And and and, yeah, and he didn't respect her. That was about it, in a way. Yeah, but they don't really play into the risk that Sam could ruin these people. Sam could get her fired. Sam, and not only would that be bad for the real person whose life he took over, but, like, like they don't really play on these butterfly effect things that could happen. Like, they're, they're very interested in changing history, or, or what they're doing is making sure history happens as it was supposed to, I guess, right? It's not really clear, what to me, what Ziggy's trying to make them do. Like, are they trying to correct history or ensure history or change history? Correct things that once went wrong. Yeah, to to have a better world, but now it turns. I mean, now it turns out the goal is whatever to save Addison, but um, they but don't yeah, really. There should be some issues with. Do we do this? Do we change this? Is it wrong? To, I mean, we want them to save yeah. people, but. I mean, there should be some of that, definitely, worried about, worried not, about. There's not enough concern, really, that he could get her fired or that, you know, yeah, whatever. for him with the past. No, there's not really, or concern for the ramifications of people's lives, considering that Magic, like, has talked about how he can remember it, right? Like, it, it's, I mean, yeah, and other misopathies. Like, no, he can't. So in this week's episode. He can't remember it. We had a black Magic doesn't remember anything. Magic doesn't remember anything oh, for two weeks. Yes, he remembers waking up and like looking in the mirror, but yeah. you know, he, he and he later he's aware that it happened. Um, yeah, I'm curious how messed up these people's lives are because they come back in and they got to be like, what the heck is going on? Because he leaves them in such you know odd places. Yeah, I mean they also don't play a lot of. Um, they're missing – and, again, it's a light show. It's not meant to be a deep show. The original was a light show also. But, like, that episode where he was an aging gunslinger and his young daughter, like, lost all respect for him, feel – I don't know. I feel like they're playing too easy with the relationships. And this week's episode where, like, his friend, her father comes in with a brain tumor and he's got to convince her to, like, become – you know, forgive her dad or whatever – and I, I'm just waiting for that episode where when is it going to be that Sam's character is the one who finds out their father has a brain tumor and he has to negotiate this person's life or whatever, or I don't know, or I, I don't know. I, I just wish they would take the weight of it a little more sometimes, right? Uh-huh. And what Sam really – About people losing time, you, you have to wonder – if something yeah, happens yeah. like that, though, like, they wouldn't know what had happened. So I yeah. question how they would do that because he just leaves them there. Yeah. I mean, we don't get to see yeah. it, but. 
I mean, I don't necessarily feel like Ben has been changed or learned anything from living in a woman's body or living in a black person's body no. or a Native American body or whatever, right? Like, he's yeah, not really – he's not really been affected or learned anything. Right. Like, he learned um, how to deliver a baby. That was about it. <laughs> he he kind of really did what, what he well, did, yeah, I could he, do that from watching it on TV. Like, all he did was say, yeah, okay, I know. now push. I was just saying he didn't learn yeah. anything other than medical yeah. stuff was my point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was some movement on the Janice front a little bit in these two episodes, right? Like, they, they, uh, what's her name? The, the woman that works for magic. I want to say her name is Kelly, but that's not her name, right? Um, she goes out and meets Janice in, like, the bar where she's hiding or whatever, and they have a conversation. I really liked the part in last week's episode where, um, what is that woman's name? Is it Linda? Is it Kelly? Uh, it's, Okay, got it. I can't think either. Anyway, she brings Janice in, and and she's like, um, Janice, why? Jen, 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 Jen. Jen. Jen is like, you know, Jen brings she she ends up bringing her in, and she's like, why was Ben working with you? And Janice is like, that's the wrong question. The question is like, why didn't he why didn't he tell you? And Jen was like, don't. Like, none of them have even thought of this, right? The only yeah, person who's thought of that at I all did, is Addison. I did the same thing. I went, I went, oh, he doesn't trust anybody at Quantum Leap. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's why he yeah. didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they followed that up in the second like episode. Now, is, is it, it sounds like now, though, it might not even necessarily be that he doesn't trust them, just that them knowing the future could screw it up. Or at least that's how I took it. Yeah. When 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 Janice well, says to Addison, she says, tell yeah. them to trust no one, not even you. Yeah, I think it's more about you know the future, you change it. At least that was how well, I, I took that. I also kind of felt like um, because there's another time traveler that – as soon as somebody knows something, the, it, it's being implied that this other traveler is from the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I felt like as soon as somebody knows it, then the future automatically knows it because it's because it was known something in the past. that could be it, it's so something it's it. something exactly it's something that can be found out because it was known in the past exactly. Like yeah, someone discover like Isaac Newton like put together gravity and now we all know like you would know about gravity in the future because it would be right. your entire past. That's a bad example, but like someone discovers whatever and now it's part of your things history. Are little things though. Like I have to question if it's a little thing that Addison finds out that that would mean this bad guy in the future finds out. It's a, I don't know that the connection makes sense, but I get the idea of it, I guess. Well, and he's but. not in the future. He's, he's either, he's either following Ben or he's Ben is following him. Right, like they showed I don't think together either at one, the same place. I think that was a coincidence. I don't think anybody's following anybody yet. They, they they showed up in the west, the west, the same place. And that's how we found out about then? Ramirez. Yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely. And let's well, well, then again, it's time. But then, but then again, well, because the guy is he he tells Ben to stop following him, but Ben has well, no idea who the hell he is at that point. That doesn't necessarily mean he is. Ben's like, stop following you. You stop following me. Um, 
I do like that they're bringing Jack. Like, I'm, I'm not – we have talked a lot about how we're not, all three of us, super comfortable with the emphasis on the modern-day story back in Quantum Leap. But I do like that they are bringing Janice along a little bit and not just making her be this mysterious big bad for the whole season. Like, if you're going to have her, develop her, right? And I kind of like that. Yeah. I I assume she'll eventually come into the fold a little bit more, like start working with them more, but still That's be a little like. That was going to happen, yeah. It sounded like Magic's going to hire her or something. And still be like, I know shit that I can't tell you, sorry, or whatever. Well, I mean, um, yeah. well, Mac, you know, Magic even says, he's like, you know, she probably should have been part of this project to begin with. Like, it shouldn't be this cat and mouse game that we're playing. And I like the, I, I like the fact that conversation that Addison has with her, you know, like everybody's blaming Janice and Janice imme- or immediately is like, listen, I wish he told you because he screwed up my life <laughs> by coming to me, you know, yeah, so it like, gives a new perspective new perspective on, you know, the thoughts we all have on Janice. Oh, and, and last week, I like when Jen says to her um, about a drink, and she's like, you know, the last person you got a drink for uh, was your mother. And she's like, eh, well, you know, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, I wish, you know, much like what Karen has been saying, I, I wish they would spend more time focusing on fleshing out. And, and it can't be easy. But you know what? They did it back in the 90s. And with everything we have today and all the advancements, I mean, it's not even about advancements. It's just simple storytelling, really, you know? I mean, flesh out the characters in the past some more to where we actually give a shit about them. I mean, honestly to be perfectly honest, like Karen is saying, you know, these missed opportunities, the way he's Ben is playing these characters that he's jumping into half the time, I forget they're even character, you know, other characters than Ben, you know, Sam at least attempted to somewhat sort of try and act like that person based on what Al was telling them, you know, Ben just, everything seems like he's flying by the seat of his pants. And I said it in the beginning, and I thought we were going to get less of it, but Addison spoon feeds everything. And we really – actually, I think the only episodes I've liked this season were the ones where Addison was around less, and Ben actually had to figure things out and fend for himself. Like, he didn't figure anything out this week, really, other than the fact that uh, the dead Asian wife might, uh, might be a, a match for the heart. Everything else she spoon fed him. Mm-hmm. Did we lose Karen? I don't know. Karen? Karen? I accidentally muted myself. Here. Sorry, oh. I muted my 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 cheek <laughs> muted my phone. Sorry. <laughs> I've done that before. I was like, she said she's still I mean, on the call. I and I was talking and talking. Um, I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, the heart donor thing was a little annoying that it was such a – happened so easily. And I think, you know, there are ways in which Addison is like – she's just this, like, exposition machine sometimes, or she's like a deus ex machina. Like, she just – she's whatever information he needs, she, like, gives to him. She's like, okay, here's how you do open heart surgery. 
Cut it. Okay, not really. They haven't done that one yet. But she walks into everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, you know, she's like, it's like, you know, if, if I was in a car accident and you got out your phone to see how to, like, deliver my baby, right? Like, that's basically what she is, is his talking cell phone, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Siri. <laughs> um, it's annoying that Ben doesn't ever really have to. He does feel like he's going by the seat of his pants, he, and he's just relying on her. I'd like to see him maybe have to think his way a little more. I do. Uh, granted, the show is in its infancy, and we have many seasons of the original Quantum Leap where there were many times where Sam was on his own to figure shit out, right? Um, exactly. And in terms so of, a, you know, use what I just works. thought two nights ago, so I don't have any cable. The TV in my bedroom has doesn't have cable TV, and so when I go to bed at night, late at night, I watch, like, you guys have like me TV or antenna TV that have these channels that have like old TV on them. So quantum leap is on from like 12 to like two or mm-hmm. whatever. And I caught this episode, AJ, do you remember the episode where Sam goes back to like the fifties and he's in the body of a DJ who's like the first rock and roll DJ in the town. Yes. And the yep. whole town is like rock Howlin, and roll evil. We got Howlin Jack Howlin, something. Yes. And the station owner is a woman, and they eventually get married. Like, like, like Sam learns that in the future they get they're in love. They, you know, they get married, and he's got to like he's got to like not only like sort of like save the station and make rock and roll be accepted, but also make sure that this relationship goes the way it's supposed to go. And they're still just like, and she's like a jerk. He doesn't like her, or whatever. Remember all that? Like, I felt like yes. I felt like watching it. I felt like that woman had like a full storyline of being like a woman in the 50s mm-hmm. who was running a station and men being against her and she loves rock and roll and like the characters don't really get that like we had this heavy storyline this week of a woman who's estranged from her father who turns out to have cancer and oh by coincidence she needs a lawyer and he's a lawyer right like yeah. um she didn't really get that character didn't she existed only so that Sam father right she didn't have a I don't know. I, like all these, these. No, I, I agree. Okay. That's exactly. One of them never That's spoke. exactly what one I'm saying, them. Karen. No, that's exactly yep. what I've been saying. The Absolutely one, Kimberly agree. Cole, the one who did a heart transplant, she never spoke. She was unconscious the entire episode, right? Um, yes. Which is fine. You can't have maybe too many of them talking, but yeah, I'd like to see them get a little. Now they did. I, I think the character's gotten kind of the most development is Addison. Like. Yeah. I feel like we know so much more about how Addison feels about Ben than about how Ben feels about Addison and about how Addison feels about this situation than about how Ben feels. And then we got this huge piece of development where she, she tells the story about how she had to, like, when she was in the military, she had to go and, like, tell a, a mother that her son had died. Like, this, it was this crazy – it was a huge piece of character development. And – um it was also, I thought, what, her, Caitlin Bassett, Barrett? Bassett is her name, right? Yeah. Caitlin Bassett is the actress who plays yeah. Addison. I mean, I thought she did good work in that scene, particularly being like, this is her first like show ever. It was practically her first audition ever when she got this, right, Jamie? You talked to her, I think. At least She's for done, television. Like, she had done other things, but it was like her first like big TV thing. It was like her first big show thing. she went out for. She gets it, right? And she actually was in the military. She's a military veteran. Yeah. I don't know if that informed her performance in the scene or not. I don't know what she did in the. I think she was in Afghanistan, right? Um, uh, that I don't uh, remember. I think so. 
I don't know. She could have been in an office in D.C. for all I know and maybe never seen, but I think she, like, might have been think, deployed somewhere. I think, yeah, I think she said that at that one panel. I think so. I don't know if she had any military experience that informed this piece of her performance, but, I, I mean, I think she did good work, and I think, like, I, I don't know. Addison is getting a lot of good character development. That I'm not against that. I'm against it if it doesn't happen for Ben also. Yeah, last week, too, sense? for her, when um, I felt like a lot of the story last week, there was a lot of juxtaposition between Addison and Carly. Um, you know, like, I, yeah. I, I kind of appreciate I like I like the way Addison kept getting mad at Ben. But um, she's like, you know, she can take care of herself, and so can I. <laughs> you know? So yeah. Like, just because you're in the 70s and she's a woman doesn't mean you need to protect her, even though you're her bodyguard type of thing. Um, yeah, there was a lot of that last week. But you're yeah, right. I, major you know, protector vibes. Addison, Addison definitely has been the, the the most growth of any of the characters. I mean, I think there could be an argument that Addison is the star, not Ben. Kind of. Particularly if yeah. they're going to go in the storyline where Ben, where Janice is like, Ben can't tell you anything. Ben has to, if he remembers, he's got to keep it to himself. But, like, they're they're going to put Ben even more, if they're going to encourage Ben, Janice is like, Ben's got to go even more into a box and not express himself. Like, so Addison is our, is the character that the audience can sympathize with then, I guess, right? Like, are we, we're going there, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ben can tell her things, just not any of the things that have to do with why he did what he did and why he jumped. and and that yeah. <laughs> that stuff. Now, here's the thing: is here's the, and this is going to annoy me, I think, a little bit, possibly. Is that a plot device to string the audience along longer, or are we going to see and know things that Ben knows, or do we only find things out when he tells her? Oh, interesting. Because the audience can so be, it you know, or not. It, you know, it's, it's a total, okay, we, we can't tell the audience what's going on yet, so we need a way to, to, to keep that. Ah, we're going to have Janice say that Ben can't say anything, you know. Or, I mean, I hope it's the other way where we, we know, as the I audience knows stuff, and keep it away from Addison. I would Addison, think that, but, that would be the point. Otherwise, why would they say that? I think you're right. I think that they'll well, have him the, find out things and not tell her that we'll know about. Well, I mean, the, I mean, the point would be because that actually makes, you know, based on the story they're giving us, that makes actually perfectly logical sense. That's, you know what I mean? But that's my thing. Yeah, is it because I mean, of it's actually logical sense with, or is it a plot device? Right. But what I'm saying is, regardless, if they're saying that it's a plot, it won't make sense if Ben doesn't tell us things he doesn't tell her. Because I'm saying otherwise, what was the point of Janice even like coming out and saying that? Like you're right, it makes sense logically, but well, because Ben could be no need Ben could absolutely Ben could absolutely think, oh, I remembered something, but like you know, and then we're sitting there going, what? And he never says, you know what I mean? Like they could totally do yeah. that. Yeah. They could totally do that. They could do that. Yeah. Or, do that. or I mean, you know, it, we see we see that he has a memory, and he starts to say something to Addison, and then he stops. And we don't find out either. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's lots of ways they can I mean, do it. We'll have to wait and see. It, it, it implies, I mean, for Janice to say that implies, or, or more than implies, like heavily intimates that Janice believes, Janice knows 
Janice expects that Ben will remember more as he continues in his travels and that it's critical that he keeps that information to himself. Now, I agree with both of you guys that it would be good, like, are we going to see Ben be like, all of a sudden be like, oh, I just remembered something. Holy cow. And see Ben have a reaction and then be like, oh, Matt, oh, Addison, it was nothing. It was nothing. Lie to Addison and say it was nothing. It was nothing. Or be like, Addison, I'm sorry. I can't tell you. Either way, are we going to know what it is, right? Is there going to be a person he can confide in? I mean, there's a, you know, there's a, is he going to start talking to Janice? Is he going to start? I, because I, I'm agreeing with you guys, it would be great if we could know what Ben knows. Like the tension of Ben keeping things from Addison is heightened if we know what it is, right? Like, like, do I care if Ben's keeping something from Addison? Do I care if Ben's keeping like this huge thing that I know what it is? Yeah. And Jamie, you, so you don't know. You have not watched any further ahead now than we have, right? Correct. We're all on the same footing right now until you get your next interview. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, that's good. I just had a thought. Now I lost it. It'll come back. <laughs> Sorry. I hope it comes back shortly. Me too. Because <laughs> uh, we're about near probably the end of <laughs> this conversation. Um, yeah. Having fully dissected it. I mean, we we've had a good talk. I think we all like the show. It's not renewed yet, of course. But, oh, um, duh. No, it is renewed. Mm-hmm. It is renewed. Yeah. It is renewed. It is renewed. It is. Yeah. But then again, lately, that doesn't really mean a lot of anything. Yeah. Okay, this <laughs> happened one time. Um, no, it's not I can't believe one, none of us. Okay, I've thought about I've I've thought about bringing this up twice, and then I forgot what I was going to say. We didn't even talk about the most important part of the episode, Doctor Marvin Candle. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And you know, it took me a minute when I was like watching it. I was like, wait, who is that guy? That guy? Who is that guy? Oh yeah, it's Marvin Candle. It took me a minute to like. Um, Francois Chow. Because uh, he, he looks older. In I recognize him immediately. Yeah, know, yeah. I recognize him immediately. Well, he is older. <laughs> yeah. I recognize him immediately. I recognize him immediately, but I didn't know where from. Yeah. And as a funny side note, just tonight I found out that um, uh, Josh... Holloway, Josh Holloway, which Karen, I know, I know you know because Alyssa messaged you about it. But Josh Holloway is is in Yellowstone apparently. Yeah, which means I'm gonna have to. I really don't like Yellowstone, but I'm gonna have to watch it. It was so funny. She comes comes out. She 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 takes a screenshot to see if I if I recognize him, and I I recognize him immediately. And, uh, of course. How did she was telling me the story how, you know, you had said you weren't, you really couldn't get into it or whatever. And then she sent you the picture and was like, how about now? <laughs> and she says, she goes, I don't remember with, with, with Karen all crazy about Sawyer like the rest of us. And I was like, of course she was. Everybody was crazy about yeah. Sawyer. <laughs> I'm skate, skate for life. I'm total skater. Uh, yeah. All that. you women were. Uh, I hate Jack and, and Kate. 
I and I hate Juliet, right? I hate Juliet and Sawyer. Um, See, I didn't like but, Jack and Kate either, but but Juliet and Sawyer made sense. Um, so I so over Christmas, I spent a week at my dad's house, and there was a there was a Yellowstone marathon on some channel, and I started watching it again. And once again, I watched like the first. So this is the second time I've watched the first four or five episodes of the show. And it's the second time I'm like, God, I freaking hate these people. I do not want to spend time with these people. They're horrible, horrible people. And I, I just really um, don't like them. I'm going to try to, you know, there's now two prequels. I'm going to try to watch it say, chronologically. Maybe you should, that's what Alyssa did. And I, th- I think that might maybe help her with Yellowstone because she actually said the same thing. She hates the family on Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I'd like but it. Yeah, she watched, don't really type show. Not she sure. watched, well, she, she, she watched, like and she's not a person. She's not a person that likes Westerns at all. And the fact uh-huh. that, so the fact that she even likes this, I was surprised. Yeah, she, uh, the first one was 1883 or something like that. Yeah. It's a date. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then there's one that's called, like, no, it's, no, it's older than, no. Or something. No, it's, well, I think it's older than that, actually. I think I think the Harrison Ford one is the eighteen something, and the first one is seventeen yeah. something. That, well, there was yeah. one, and then the Harrison Ford one's an even older one, right? Whatever it is. No, I go. I'm thinking the, the same. First, the first, yeah, the the Sam Neill one is the first one, or Sam Neill, Sam Elliott, and then Harrison Ford, and then Kevin Costner chronologically. All right, I'm thinking I might do that. That that might. So that's what Alyssa did. Yeah. And she likes it better. Yeah, because she way. started watching it before eight. She started watching it before 1883 premiered, and we um she wasn't watching Yellowstone yet. She was she's yeah she started with I think it's 17, 1793, 1883, and then now Yellowstone, Yellowstone is the worst. I hate all those. There's not one person that you could possibly <laughs> like or root for or serve as an entry point for you to not hate this entire family. They're really, yeah, it's really. Which is which is uh, funny considering that's which is funny considering that's what started it, and they're doing all these prequel shows. That a lot of people, I know. That a lot of people feel are better. <laughs> people like for me, there's just too much TV, good TV for me to spend time with people I hate. Right, like yeah. there's got to be one character that you like, like I mean, especially a soap yeah. opera. And there's got to be one person that you're rooting for. And even the one brother who's supposed to be, like, the good one, he does something really bad. And, and yeah, yeah I, 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 hate, I hate these people. The, the drunk sister is a total bitch. All the cowboys are assholes, always beat the shit out of weak repeat. They're all bullies. They're all mean. They're, yeah. Um, I'm, I'll try it the other way around. So, anyhow. I guess we've thoroughly dissected that all these yeah, yeah. so um so for next week's podcast this weekend the last of us premieres on hbo oh, are we right. adding that to our to sure i mean the, that's the um, review yeah. the advanced, that's this sunday this sunday so i have read two advanced reviews both of them were from gaming colonists. They're, they're, they're not television critics. They're no. gaming critics who who re, who watch the show. And and they've come at – AJ, have you played this game with 
by yourself or with the kids? I do you guys already 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 is in love with the game. I played it for like twenty minutes when I first got my PS4 because it came with a free game, and that was the last I ever played it. <laughs> you didn't you didn't like it, huh? Played part of the second one, but it, that's it. It's it's. It's not really the type oh, of game I play to start with. It's not my yeah. type of game that I start with. Um, and yeah. I just, yeah, it wasn't whether I liked it or not. It was just, I wanted, you know, it was the new PlayStation 4. I, I, it's the game I came with it. I got to, like, the first save point, and I stopped. <laughs> and I just never Yeah, I really wanted to like it. And Jimmy, it's my type game I just it's too I told you after I read all the things you have to do and how violent it was I'm, I mean not that games aren't normally violent but it's exceptionally the second one anyway exceptionally violent I was no, have you played out. the first one no I have not played the first I have the first so, one I got it for PlayStation 3 and I never played it I'm not a gamer so in preparation for watching this next week um, I'm not a gamer my understanding it from what I've read from certain like, you know, I read Eric Kane, who covers television and gaming and some other stuff. Anyway, um, The Last of Us, the first Last of Us, is like, is one of, is a game that is very renowned for having really good storytelling. And people really like the story of this man and this young girl he takes under his wing during the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. The second one came in for a lot of criticism. I mean, definitely more violent, but definitely like some issues with the storytelling and the way some of the women characters in particular were in this game or whatever. Anyway, um, I'm told what I've read for, in the limited, because I don't want to read too much about it because I want to enjoy the show for what it is, but these couple gaming people that I've read have said that it's the show is very, very faithful to the source material and that if you know the game, you could probably say some of the lines. You could view a scene and say the lines right along with the characters. It's very true to... This first season is the first game. If they get, it's meant to be one and done. Will they get a second? We'll see. But it's very, very faithful to the source material. So AJ, having played it once, if you watch it with Artie, he, he, yeah, if Artie's going to watch it, he should maybe um, recognize a lot of it. And it's Pedro Pascal, right, who's the Mandalorian and who was in Wonder Woman and some other stuff. Um, uh, is plays the main remember he was he was the in that bad Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four he was the villain in yeah. the Wonder Woman movie that killed yeah, the franchise. He was, he was Max Lord. Um he's in it and a young girl. It sounds really good. I'm excited to watch it. I'm pretty you know, maybe yeah, I mean I from what I had heard from T V people, they seem to like it too. I mean I haven't really read reviews but I've talked to a couple people and they seem to like it, so Yeah. Um so anyway, I read, we'll add that. I, I, I read a short interview um, where the uh, showrunners said, this might be HBO, but we're not Game of Thrones. We're using the source material, and we're not going beyond. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so so unless, unless The Last of Us 3 comes out before Season 2 is over, there will not be a Season 3. They're not going to... Go well, I wish they had done that with Uncharted, though, done, a, done it faithful. That would have been nice. Oh, my God. That movie was horrible. That was one of the worst movies I've seen in a long, well, long time. It's not, See, like, it, it's not like the game, though. I mean, they totally... I well, it's actually it funny. Movie, 
but I did not like it as an Uncharted movie because it was not Uncharted. I mean, they changed it too much. A lot of pe- a lot of people have told me that Uncharted, um, if you're a fan of the game, it's awful. But as a general action movie, it's not bad. Yeah, see, that's kind of how I feel. But I can see it as both. I think because I'm used to reviewing things. Like I liked it as a you know Mark Wahlberg action movie, but it was not. No, they changed it too much from the game. I, I had to look at it as this is not Uncharted, or I got mad at it. <laughs> I think the differ. I didn't even know it was based on a video game when I watched it, um, and I thought it was just a bad movie when I saw it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I thought it was pretty good, but I mean, it wasn't like a necessarily like the, you know the best written movie, but I thought it was like a fun action, not necessarily has a lot of substance movie. Let's put it that way. But it was fun. Yeah, I thought. Well, at any rate. We'll but add I this new like show. Games, so maybe that makes a difference. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, right, we'll so have next week we've got three another shows. Another show next week. New show to add. All right. Um, it's only six. Alrighty. So I guess that's it for this week, you guys. Um, good to be back yeah. after a week off. Okay, what's though? Um, I was going to say, not that it's sci-fi, but I just got them watching three times on Amazon. I really liked. Um, what? Three what times? Was that? Yeah, Three Pines. It's like a murder mystery. It was really good. I liked it. I don't know if you guys would like it or not. Um, it's not like this really watched, but it was really good. Uh, all I know is we need to start finding shows that are actually on during the week because it seems like everything we've watched over the last couple months has been on Sunday and Monday. Weekend. That's what that that's yeah. when our shows are on, and then our and then our podcast on Tuesday. <laughs> and then we're too close. And yeah. then we're. We can watch TV. Like I can't do any work on Monday. I gotta watch TV all day, and then we're yeah. good for the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Quantum Leap, I watch. I watch Tuesday before the podcast every week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. Oh, I was gonna bring up another show that we should. When you said, "What you guys that made me think of another show that." We should be watching, oh. or that I want to watch, or and I forgot. That reminds me, what actually. Movie? Yeah. If you guys have, if you guys have not watched it yet, you need to watch Kaleidoscope. That was it good. It was excellent. I loved it. You got it. I mean, go. I, I'm gonna That's tell both of you. Random episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you watch it make, in the order that it came up on Netflix, or did you yes. try, go out of your way nope. to switch just, it up? Just, nope, just just watched it in the order they gave it to me. You know, because I had read right, before that you, know, you can watch it in any order. So, um, and uh, all I'm going to say is that, that's your best bet is watching it in the order they give it to you. Just don't be one of these idiots out there who thinks they're going to be, like, cool and different and watch – the white episode first because everybody, everything I've read, it ruins the experience for everybody that has watched the oh, last episode really, first. You really can't watch it in any in any order. You can. Well, the black episode is one minute, and all that is, it explains to you how the show works. It's not an actual episode. The white oh, episode is supposed to be watched last. Oh, it is? Yeah. The, the white episode is meant to be watched last. Hmm. Um, but you can watch it first. It's just, you know, from what I've read, everybody says that, you know, you 
however you watch it, you have one experience, and then if you, like, watch it in a different order, your perspective kind of changes. But I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah. Once enough. But it was really good. Well, I liked it a lot. Well, I'm really going to learn it here. It's not like watching something like if you went back and watched went back and watched Yellowstone in the right order or went back and watched, like, you know, Chronological, that guy who put Lost all together with all the flashbacks and everything in Chronological order or whatever. You might have yeah. different. But this one you might not. So I, before we hang up, I would like to tell you guys a little story of what I'm doing this weekend. And it is not television related, but I this am going to... Stuff, right? <laughs> what? Isn't this what I'm jealous of that you told me you were doing? Yes, I'm going to Virginia to the Harry Potter Forbidden Forest. Um, there's one in cool. Virginia and there's one up in Westchester. You might have heard of the one in Westchester, which is not that close to you, AJ, but close enough, right? And it, it's, like, out in a wooded area, and they have all these illuminated, like, um, uh, creatures and lights and projections. And I guess they're not really holograms. They're more like projections or whatever. But you walk around, like, in an illuminated forest. It's like going along a trail, and there's, like, creatures and, like, different kinds of things. And um, uh, I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. I haven't been there. But it better be good. I mean, I see, like, on the website, there's video of people, like, using wands and doing all kinds of fun stuff, um, and it looks pretty cool, and they have magical food and drinks, and it better be good because it costs $75, um, it and it takes, they say it takes about 60 to 90 minutes to walk through it, so it's, you know, for 75 bucks, at least it's a long, you know, it's not like a 20-minute thing, so. That's I mean, cheaper than a Broadway show. Money for that. It is cheaper than a Broadway show, right? I guess it's probably better. And and it's interactive. (laughs) I guess that's probably better for me. They don't have that around here because I would go (laughs) and I would get so sick. It wouldn't be worth it, but I'd do it anyway. Because I'm allergic to woods and stuff. I cannot walk around in the woods. I would be deathly sick if I did that. And I would be regretting it. Why did I do this? Yeah. (laughs) I'm kind of glad they don't. I I didn't even think of that. Said about walking around the woods, but yeah, I've seen it. It's about. It could be like ninety. It's about a two-hour drive from where I live, depending upon the traffic. It's like out past DC, like on the way to Charlottesville, I think. Um, So we got an Airbnb, and we're going to spend the weekend with my Potter nerd friends. Um, We have some friends. I do have a couple friends who are like, "Are you kidding me? There's no way I'm going there. Are you out of your mind?" Um, (laughs) But uh, going with a Potterhead, so. It's kind of, you know, um, Westchester is kind of not that close to you, AJ, I think, right? I mean, it's doable, yeah, it's but like not an hour, super close, right? Uh, it's like an hour, hour oh. and a half to Westchester. Oh, so about the same distance I'm driving. Yeah. But you're not a, but you're not a Potter household. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've <laughs> never been a big Potter fan. Yeah. Um, but it's really, so I'll give you guys a report when I get back next week, and Jamie, I'll send you a separate report with photographs. Sounds good. Um, uh, but you know, it's the latest monetization of the Potterverse, particularly, um, have you guys, by the way, before we hang up, have you been reading the headlines? There are rumors going around that Warner Brothers wants to reboot the Potter franchise with a new cast. I have not heard that. I had read something to do a series, but I, I didn't know they wanted to do, if it's more movies or not. I had um, not heard about a TV. I've seen the headline multiple times. I haven't read the article. Sometimes multiple headlines just means that numerous schlocky sources are picking up the same original schlocky same story. Yeah. 
Probably right. Yeah. Um, uh, the speculation is that I don't think it should, but the idea of the story is given the failure of the Fantastic Beasts franchise, how does Warner Brothers continue to monetize the the intellectual property, especially given that many people, like like given that the way that J.K. Rowling is being sort of She's having some issues with yep. things she tweets, and and like some of the some of the actors yeah, a lot of who are refusing to watch stuff and don't want to work with her, even though she made their careers and whatever, and and you know whatever that's all about. Uh, how does how does Warner Brothers continue to monetize the franchise? And one way would be to reboot it, which is a bad idea. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, mean, I uh, wouldn't mind seeing another like series in a different part of the universe I think would be good but but yeah I understand because of her they don't want to that I guess but oh the thing is Jake you can't Jake Rowling everything. owns it all and you can't yeah I know. anything uh it's not like certain other pieces of IP that are out there right like she owns right. It all, right but I would say as a fan of liking the story and not saying anything about whether I like her or not you know I'm not yeah. Saying I, I like what she's done in any way. But yeah. I as of liking the story would like to see other stories from the universe. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time I get it. But like the yeah. game's coming out. I'm gonna buy the game. I'm I'm sorry, I wanna get the game. Um well, and the, I it's not really I, based on the book or anything anyway, exactly. I mean it's based on the character, but it's not And they might like wanna make a movie out of the Cursed Child. I haven't seen the Cursed Child yet and they might make a movie out of that. Um so um, anyway, all right. Well, um, I'll we'll let have you know about how it goes. Yep, do a little report on the Potter thing. Yep. Um, in the meantime, um, I'm gonna go watch another episode of Kingdom before I go to bed. Uh, see that's what goes on. Enjoy. All right. All Thank right. You guys. Well, have ladies, a- next week. Have a good week. Yep. Yep. Have a good week. Enjoy your yep. trip. Take it easy, y'all. And Thanks. we'll do it again next yep. week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Definitely tune in next week because it's going to, I have a feeling it's going to be a fun show next week. Good night. Oh, yeah. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Good night.